iHeart Media. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Number two, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 on the FM dial. 15, 20 minutes or thereabouts, Tom Cakert on the Hawks, 40 minutes. Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway will give uh, four of our listeners an opportunity to win BBQ from Claxon's. ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Real quick before we get to Dave Sproul. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Holman, Ankity Fanatic, wrote a really good piece on the on uh, the history of Ankeny baseball, I they had some dudes. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I'm guessing you could do this at every school, right? But maybe just because that's where I you know live. Yeah. Um, ben Sampson, mm-hmm. left-handed pitcher, pitched for the Twins. Yes, he did. Todd Sears hit a couple of home runs. Mm-hmm. He was maybe as good an athlete, they say, as anybody. Justin Luch, mm-hmm. uh, really good pitcher. He won a state title in baseball. His brother was part of the Pizzetti's first uh, state championship team in 97. Is that what it was? 90, I think it was 97. Brody Brecht. Joe Farron, who we hear on talking, he's a Centurion Stone, one of the owners there, mm-hmm. played baseball at Ankeny. Then at Iowa State, when Iowa State shut down, went to Texas and won a national championship there. They had some dudes. Pretty good story, huh? Yes, it is. It's I'm excited. A read. You, you told me about this, and I am excited to dig in and, and get a little deeper into that history. Yeah, Dan Holm, uh, who has uh, covered Ankeny Sports forever at the. Mm-hmm. What do they call the shopper that comes on your driveway whether you're wanted or not? Yeah, yeah. You know, we still get that. Do you? Ankeny still has a once a week. Not a sh- not like a West Des Moines shopper, no. Right? We get a, I mean, those coupon packs that come through or, or just businesses, but not no, the actual. there's stories in this. Oh, really? I yeah. I think. I don't think I've ever, I mean. I not at our doorstep. No, it's once a week whether you want it or not. You read it? No. 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 Straight to the recycling. Straight to the recycle bin, indeed. All right, but it's a good piece at AnkeyFanatic.com. Yeah. Dan Homie did a nice job. Uh, let's get to our buddy Dave Sproul, KASI 1430 on the AM dial. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Hello, Dave Sproul. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you, fellas? Doing well. I know that you had an Ames Ankeny game earlier this week. Breck didn't pitch, though, did he? He did not. Sadly for me, I was I was really hoping to see him, but they. I, I looked up the box scores for Ankeny. It looks like they got him going every eight days, and and by that schedule, he was supposed to pitch last night against Southeast Polk. I don't I didn't look up to see if that actually happened because you know I moved on. But uh, he <laughs> hit a home run against the Little Cyclones the other night, and that was his first of the season. And it, there was no doubt about that one once he got a hold of it. So. He is showing off his stuff on the baseball diamond all the way around, really. He, he's an incredible athlete. He's done it on the football field. He did it at track and now back on the baseball field again. And just the way he carries himself. And that's a fun thing. doesn't matter if you're going to a minor league game at Principal Park or what you and I do, Dave, and watching high school games. There's, there's just certain kids that they carry themselves different. Did you see that from Brecht? Yeah, absolutely. I think that whole team, Ankeny, seems to be, you know, mm. as you guys mentioned, a great program, and they've got a lot of tradition, and they seem to approach their uh, their whole deal in a very professional manner. So I think that whole team kind of has that personality. But when you got a guy like Brecht who's leading the way, a guy who's an MLB prospect, uh, but seems to fit in as just one of the guys on his team there, that's, that's really good for morale and kind of trickles down to the rest of the squad to 
uh, follow his lead in terms of just uh, how, how to act like a leader and a, and a real ball player. Uh, Dave Sproul from KSI is, uh, is our guest. Dave, I know that there's more than one All-American team that comes up, but Walter Camp's a pretty big name. And 22 spots on offense and defense, and three of those spots on the first team are taken up by Cyclones um, in, in Hall, in Kohler, in, and in Mike Rose. Uh, you know, we we say this seemingly week after week after right week, right? Boy, Iowa State, this uncharted territory, breathing rarefied air. <laughs> I mean, we're running out of ways to describe what we're seeing. But here was another example of it when three of the twenty-two, not 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 uh, um, not Clemson Tigers, or not uh, not Alabama or Buckeyes or Wolverines or Sooners or fill in the blank Cyclones for crying out loud, Dave Sproul. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And the remarkable thing about it, too, is that you're talking about guys who aren't this four- and five-star prospects that the Clemsons and Alabamas and the rest they all, all get on campus. These guys were good prospects, don't get me wrong. They weren't exactly bottom-of-the-barrel dudes. But it goes to what we've talked about before a little bit with Matt Campbell and his staff being able to identify prospects who have an opportunity to grow into these kind of players, not guys who come custom-made as those kind of guys. Uh, and they not only find them, but they find guys with the mentality who want to improve, who want to put in the work to be those kind of guys, and then they get them in the development program, and they they also, you know, not only grow them on campus and get them in the weight room and get them in the nutrition room and develop them in that way, but they also know how to use them on the field and get them into positions where they can be, you know, extremely productive players, and that just goes around the all-around nature of a you know, what kind of uh, program they are putting together and the kind of coaching staff and development staff that they have at Iowa State right now. Yeah, Colin Newell on the second team should mention that as well. But having said that, when, when you take a look at this roster, uh, I, I think the most uh, the most difficult to replace player on it is the quarterback, right? I mean, Brock Purdy's not an All-American, but and it's a contact sport. The quarterback's got the ball each and every snap um, on offense. So is he the most irreplaceable Cyclone heading into this year, and this is not a knock on Deckers and Bowman. We've never seen Bowman. We've seen Deckers a little bit, um, but we also know what Brock Purdy means to this team. Yeah, that's true, and I, I see your argument. I don't know if that's necessarily the first thing that would come to my mind. My first instinct would to say Mike Rose on defense, mm-hmm. but uh, with Purdy, and, and maybe I'm reading too much into what we saw from Hunter Deckers when he got some limited action last year. Threw the ball pretty impressively. Yep. He's he's just a big, strong, athletic guy. He ran the ball well. So I, I'm not sure that, you know, quarterback play in terms of production would necessarily fall off the earth if something, you know, injury-wise were to happen to Brock Purdy. The thing you would lose with him is, is all the intangible things that, that Matt Campbell has talked about with Purdy through the year, that maturity, mm-hmm. uh, that sort of inflappable nature of his, that even when he does make a mistake, he learns from it, he moves on and focuses on the next play. and generally bounces back pretty well and you know that's something we don't know uh, about hunter deckers right now and you can't know about a player until you actually see them on the field and how they do respond to adverse situations so if if you were to lose uh to an injury a guy uh you know at at your guy quarterback yeah you got some talent there but you don't know in terms of leadership or you know just uh, the the kind of mentality of the team how they would respond uh without that kind of leadership there so four preseason all-americans from walter camp taking those guys away who wasn't listed who has the best chance of being a first team all-american at the end of the year Mm. when you take those four away 
That is a really good question. Mm-hmm. I, I might be tempted to go with Colin Downing on the offensive line. It's a good name. Uh, really talented guy, you know, um, dealt with injuries. Mm. Uh, but if he's out there for a full season and, guys, you know, the guys who vote on awards like Walter Camp, they really know what to look for in, in those kind of positions on the offensive defensive line where it's not just about putting up numbers. And, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who's not that at all, so I might not be the best person to ask, but, I think, you know, Iowa State's got a couple candidates on the offensive line who can develop into that caliber of player. So if there's something there that could develop, maybe I'm, I'm a Will McDonald. There you go. Side. That's the one. Um, yeah. You know, certainly, yeah, certainly a guy who got some attention last year but was a little bit in the shadow of Jaquan mm-hmm. Bailey. Now he's the man mm-hmm. on the defensive line coming into this season. So there's another name for you to watch out for as an All-American potential player. How about Xavier Hutchinson? You know, the numbers mm-hmm. that he put up a year ago yeah. now – He's the dude, right? I mean, that's a guy. He'd have to have a monster season. What, probably yes, right. 85 catches, sure. 12 With touchdowns. With all the skill players. Yes. Call it. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and maybe even help on special teams. He'd have to do that. I think McDonald's probably the right I answer. I think it is, too. Because he's got that juicy stat. Double-digit sacks. That usually gets people fired up. <laughs> yeah, and he's got a chance, again, to reset now yeah. the, the Iowa State career sack record. Mm-hmm. Quan Bailey broke that last year. But McDonald's knocking right on the door there, so he might surpass that uh, in in pretty rapid fashion. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Uh, and we've we we've seen signs, right? We've seen the baby steps. Maybe Eyesworth. I mean, I know that it's a stretch. I think Will McDonald is the answer. Um, Eyesworth will be tough. He doesn't get a ton of interceptions yeah. or sacks. Hard to pile up the kind of numbers that hey, Dave. You know, I think we we'll know. You're getting there. All right. We know Big Ten, Big 12, but you're doing an All-American list. Oh, this guy from Conference X, he had seven interceptions. All right, I'm going to put him on my list. I've never seen him play a snap, <laughs> but he's going to be on there. I, I think at times people kind of fall into that trap too, don't they, Dave? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you put up an eye-popping stat, and it's certainly going to get a lot of attention, but what guys like me don't always see and casual fans might not always see is the, the other guys on the team who are making a play, you know, sticking with to their responsibility that opens up the opportunity mm-hmm. for another guy to step in and make a play. I, go back to Mike Rose. I mean, you don't think of a linebacker as a guy who's going to grab a lot really? of interceptions, but yeah. he, 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 I think he led Iowa State interceptions last year, if I'm not mistaken. And that's just because an opportunity presented itself because he was in position Smart doing his job. Player. Other guys were in position doing their job, and he was able to, you know, in one case, mm-hmm. a, a deflection, you know, get a, get a pass intercepted. And, you know, it, a lot of that comes down to, True teamwork was just you know sticking to your assignment, being in the right place at the right time. And maybe the ball doesn't come your way, but it opens the opportunity for the ball to come to another guy. And Rose just you know he's one of those guys who has a knack for the ball, obviously, and he was in the right place at the right time to get those interceptions. Yeah, and started from day one and and wasn't supposed to wasn't wasn't the battle him and Orion Vance in the beginning wasn't when, and now they found a place for right, Vance they have too. To, you have to get yeah. him on the field, but wasn't that the battle, Dave, uh, going back to Rose's freshman year? Uh, not, I don't think it's freshman year, but uh, Rose moved over to a different linebacker position because of Orion Vance, and they felt like Rose had that versatility where there would be less of a drop-off if you move him and mm. keep Vance at right. his more natural right. position. So, that, yeah, that all worked out pretty well for Iowa State, and it gets back to that philosophy of just putting the best guy on the field and putting them in position to win. Um, the pretty slow time basketball-wise. I saw T.J. Otzelberger flexing. Did you see that picture of him flexing yesterday? Omaha Baloo, I guess, took a, uh, a a visit to Iowa State. I'm not sure he's going to play college basketball, but it doesn't hurt, does it, to get him in and to show him around, show him the facility in case there's a uh, uh, he changes his mind or whatever. Anything going on basketball-wise, Dave, or pretty quiet time? 
Uh, it seems pretty quiet right now, but it's going to heat up. Uh, Travis Hines in the Ames Tribune and, and Des Moines Register had a nice article about Tame and Lipsy's uh, schedule with Eli King, his teammate, yeah. his teammate at Iowa State. They're both committed, and they're both on the same AAU. I think it's AAU program, sometimes referred to as grassroots. I'm not sure what the difference is between those two terms, but uh, they'll be playing together on, on a team based out of Minnesota uh, this summer. And, you know, obviously they've made their commitment, so it's not like it's going to draw a bunch of uh, attention from scouts, but it's, it's going to be a really great opportunity for those guys to maybe give a preview of what they, they'll bring to the court once they do get to Iowa State. Mm, where are your twins this weekend? Does it matter? No. <laughs> uh, no, not, not, not really. Not, they're, not, they're not at home. I know they're on the road. They're in Texas. I can't remember where. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Barrios, who's auditioning for the Cubs, goes tonight. Oh, please not. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Dave Sproul, KASI, 1430 on the AM dial. When's your next uh, Little Cyclones baseball game for those folks who want to tune in and see some high school baseball? When's your next one? That'll be Wednesday night. And against? Now you're you're testing me. <laughs> There'll be somebody I, else I just, in the I'm other dugout. Yeah, I, I did a softball doubleheader at Ames yesterday. In the 100-degree heat, oh. I'm just glad I got through that. Yeah, Don't blame you, Ben. Mm-hmm. Dave, thank you. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Dave Sproul. My pleasure. Good to talk to you. Dave Sproul, KASI, 1430 on the AM dial. Time now for our play of the day. It's presented by CISN-TV. A lot going on over there. We'll get to their schedule in a moment. This is from earlier the week. Dar Danielson on the call. A walk-off between Valley and Southeast Polk. 3-1 pitch here. Let's see if they hit away. They do, right up the middle. That's going to grab. Run around in third. On the way home. Here's the throw. Safe. Valley wins. Valley wins. Dar with the call as Valley gets the victory against Southeast Spoke. Speaking of Southeast Spoke, got something for you here in just a moment. But mm-hmm. high school baseball, high school softball, and Des Moines Menace Soccer all season long here throughout the summer on CISN TV. Easiest place to go. Just go to YouTube and uh, put it in there, and you will find it. Tonight, there is Des Moines Menace Soccer. Monday, a baseball doubleheader, Valley at Dowling. Then Wednesday, I'll be on the cow, Dowling Catholic at Southeast Polk. Southeast Polk. They have had their groundbreaking ceremony today for for the new football stadium. I didn't even know they were... Uh, What's wrong with the old one? It's old. Okay. It's old. Stands are really... Press boxes really dilapidated and Uh old, so... Not till I believe, 2023 is when it finished, but... Now, in relation to where the current stadium sits today... Close. Close. Yes. I don't know exact proximity, Mm -hmm. but close to that area. And uh, my friends at Graphite Construction Group were the ones that won the bid. So they'll be building the stadium. So I'm excited. I'm going to see uh, maybe they can carve out a little space just for TC when they're putting that together. But, no, congratulations to them for winning that bid. I've seen some pictures. In fact, I'm going to put a couple of pictures up on Twitter. Get ready for this. This football stadium no is kidding. going to be nice. Like, will it rival Valley? That kind of nice? Not in terms of size, in uh-huh. terms of bleachers. I'm, I'm going to guess this is going to be more in kind of the 8,000-seat range, if I remember correctly. All right, so you don't have ties here, so let, yeah. me, let me ask you this. Uh, it, it, well, is, I'll just assume, is Valley the nicest high school st- Like, Roosevelt's got Drake, yes. Yes. Valley's number one. I like Johnston. You do like Johnston better, yeah. huh? Their new stadium, okay. I really, really enjoy. I'm excited to see Waukee Northwest coming yep, up this year. Right. And their new stadium, I mm-hmm. drove by last week, and 
thing looks incredible in its own right. Now, did the city schools and Drake get that done where they're going to build a new stadium for the city schools around Drake? I believe that passed. I thought it did, too. But it's, I mean, so if we don't know, it seems like there's they're just starting. Yeah. Have to do some digging on okay. that front. But they're really, I mean, for the suburban schools... It's really not even a bad spot. You know, Urbandale is one of the older ones. Mm-hmm. I really like the proximity of that one, though. They've always done a nice job And that's Ferricks Field? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There, isn't, there isn't a bad one. I've been to Norwalk. William Stadium? DCG. Yeah. It's just on and on and on. You can see the, the amount of money that is put in and Southeast Polk, though. It's going to rival them all. It's going to look really, really nice. And, and 2023, you said I it'll think that's out? when uh, they're anticipating that thing will be open. Okay, uh, good stuff. Uh, Southeast Polk going to be good in football, I would assume, oh, right, with that yeah. roster? Yes, with Proctor and Wampka and everybody else. Preseason number one, the Southeast Polk running Rams. You really believe they yeah, will be? I do. Yeah. Um, number two? Dowling Catholic. <laughs> and they play week one. How about that? All right, Miller and Condon, we will take a quick time out. Back with uh, Iowa Conversation. Tom Cakert is coming up next. It's 1460 KXNO and 106. A business name is important, sure. For one, it's how we connect with you, find you, and do business with you. But what's behind the name matters more. Roshan Corporation of Iowa is now Graphite Construction Group. We're building offices, retail centers, tenant improvements, schools, and more. But the most important thing we build? Our relationship with you. Let's get started on your construction project. Visit us at graphitegrp.com. One for podcasting. The Central Iowa Sportwork is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live 155. Trent Condon here with you. There's two kinds of rental property owners. The do-it-yourself guy and the renter's warehouse guy. You know DIY guy. He insists on handling everything himself, even if it makes him miserable. Renter's warehouse guys are a lot happier because they let my friends at renter's warehouse handle all their property management headaches. Like when a tenant clogs a crapper, DIY guy grabs a plunger, heads over, opens the lid, and nearly passes out. Renter's warehouse guy, he lets renter's warehouse handle it. When tenants are late with rent, DIY guy interrupts his workday to call them, email them, text them, until he's wasted his entire day. While renter's warehouse guy lets renter's warehouse handle it. And when a tenant has an emergency at 3 in the morning, DIY guy has to roll out of bed and handle it himself. Because when you're a DIY landlord, your tenant's problems are always your problems. Renter's warehouse guy, he sleeps soundly through the night. When it comes to your property management, let renter's warehouse handle it. Get your free Rental price analysis at renterswarehouse.com today. That's renterswarehouse.com today or call 515-528-44. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. All right, coming up on 1130, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Is the gal that spits out her coffee on Twitter the the most used? Do you know the one I'm talking about? The most used gif? Sarah Michelle Parker? I don't know who it is. Sarah, yeah. She's having a coffee. Sarah Jessica Parker. Is that who that is? I think so. But regardless of who it is, is that, the, is that gif get used more than others? It's certainly top 10. 
Do you know the one I mean? I, right? I exactly right? know the one that you mean. Uh, maybe the the little girl that kind of got the eyes going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the coffee one. That, that's the number one for you. Huh? I, well, it's the one I see the most, anyways, yeah. when I open up a tweet. Let's get Tom Caker to a pun in this very, very. It's important. It is an important. Welcome topic. to June. Hello, <laughs> hello, Tom Caker. How are you? I'm good. So, what is good. the answer to this gift, Tom? What what's the what gift do you see more often than not when you decide to go down a Twitter rabbit hole? You know, the one that I see a lot is the Jason Momoa, the Aquaman, when he's, he pulls out the chair and sits down. Ah, uh, it's a good one. Yeah, I know exactly the one you mean. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's, that's, a good that's one. one I see a lot. Yep, I do too, now that you mentioned it. Anyways. Uh, the ones that I use a lot are uh, John Lackey on the mound, hollering at himself. Uh-huh, and yeah. Of course you, know the ones I use, you know the ones I use at Trent a lot is because he's such so bad at gambling that I use the one where they're throwing <laughs> money in, out of the window. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> you've, you've thrown that one at me. I would like to, uh, we need to put a contest together here, Caker, because you run your mouth a lot, but <laughs> I've seen some of the wages you made too, and it's not exactly pretty. No, no, but I don't claim to be good. Neither do I. Mm-hmm. I'm a degenerate. Doesn't mean I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I think we've, uh, <laughs> I think we've discovered a, a topic for our and more segment we're supposed to do every week. Right, like This right. gift thing. Um, anyways, uh, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, uh, Tyler Linderbaum is a first-teamer. Did they get it right on the Walter Camp? I know there's going to be more lists that come out, but uh, Camp was obviously he's a big name, and he's a respected name, and that list comes out. It gets people's attention. Uh, anybody left off either the first or second team that could have found a place on there? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody from an Iowa perspective that got left off. Maybe maybe Troy Taylor, we could put him on there. Yes, um, good one. extraordinaire. Yep. Um, he might be um, one guy to, to think about. But uh, other than that, I can't really make a whole lot of complaining from an Iowa perspective. So we were just talking to Dave Sproul on the Cyclone side. I asked him a guy that wasn't listed, that at the end of the season you think has a chance to be first-team All-American. And let's take Tory Taylor away, because that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Who would be then third on the list? Who would be the most likely All-American for this season when you look at the roster? <laughs> that's a great question. You know, the guy that might rise up this year is, well, i got a couple of guys that, you know, by the end of the year, that's what we're talking. we'll yep. be talking about them, yeah, like all Big Ten um, potential All-American guys. Offensive side, I'm going to throw out Sam Laporta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the tight end tradition. Uh, and on the defensive side, I'm going to throw out Jack Campbell. I agree. Uh, Bruce Feldman yep. wrote about that this week. Um, and although I, I'm kind of, I'm really high on Kayvon Merriweather this year, too. Are you? Campbell, Campbell seems to be the guy that's getting some buzz with the Bruce Feldman story this past week. Middle linebacker, you probably have to have a couple of sacks in there, a couple of interceptions, a big play. How about Laporto? Last year, again, abbreviated season. He had 27 catches, 271, and a touchdown. To be an All-American, we're talking, what, 65 catches, 800 yards, and eight touchdowns? Is, is that fair to get to that kind of level? Probably, yeah. I think, you know, you look at... Um, Although, God, I'd have to pull it up. Dallas Clark's uh, 2002, what was that? Um, 
you know, I, I can't remember mm-hmm. what Dallas put up that year. But, he, his numbers were not uh, as good as you would think, but he had those headline plays. No, the right. 95-yarder against it, Purdue, the game-winner against Purdue, that was a huge difference yeah. maker for him. Yeah, that, that 95-yarder just oh, kind of jumps out at you, doesn't it? Yeah, it really it's, does. Uh, yeah, 2002, I'm pulling it up. Um, he had 43 catches for 742 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, nobody would have told if yeah. somebody would have told you what did Dallas Clark do in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. I don't think More. he would have said just four touchdowns. Oh, no, you're right. You know, seven hundred. Yeah, hundred percent right. I don't think so. Let's let's get ahead of ourselves because we're allowed to do that. As Trent said, it's June. Does uh, Campbell have a decision to make after this year? Uh boy, I don't think so. I I just. Uh, so how tall is he? Uh, six what four? He's six four six five. Yeah, he, he's sneaky tall. Yeah. He's a lot taller than you think he is. Um, so, yeah, he's I, – I, I just don't see him kind of jumping after one big year. Um, but maybe it'll surprise me. But I'm I'm just kind of curious what he does. Um, and, and because you've seen the flashes. Yes. But he's just – last year it was – he had mono. Mm-hmm. And so he missed some time and, um, you know, took him – and there was a shorter season, so – this never really got going the way you thought maybe he would get going, but uh, I, I, I know everybody there, um, including the head coach. I know the head coach has been singing his praises for two years mm-hmm. privately, so um, he's really high on his potential. I think he's poised for a huge, huge year. I'm right there with you. The guy is uh, just different, mm-hmm. and the way that he closes on the football, mm-hmm. that's the thing that always jumped out to me. So with that... Uh, Recruiting is hot and heavy. There's uh, kids coming in. I saw this weekend. I don't think uh, a big list. Uh, I think the following weekend, is that right, when the big recruiting is? But quarterback conversation, being a big part of it, Iowa looking for their 2022 quarterback. What can you tell us the latest on that front? Yeah, they offered somebody last night. They hadn't, they hadn't had anybody who was um, still available or, or semi-available um, that, that was left. So they've been kind of evaluating some guys that they've been interested in. They settled on offering last night. Uh, Caton Hauser, a kid from uh, St. John Bosco High School in Bellflower, California, home of who? Trent Condon. Was it, what'd you say, Mayflower? Yeah. Steve Carfino. So, the Bellflower. 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 Yeah, Steve Bellflower. Carfino, yeah. Yeah. My dude. Yeah. Steve Carfino. Hmm. Yeah. Steve Carfino. Once uh, prep out at St. John Bosco High School in Buffalo, California. So, um, yeah, so they offered him. He's a Boise State commit right now, but okay. he's a commit in the loosest sense of the word because he's been traveling around. He went to, to throw at UCLA, which is near where he's from. Um, visited Duke and North Carolina last week, uh, going to Michigan State this weekend. So I don't know that he's really all that committed to Boise State anymore. So, um I was also keeping in touch with Devin Cargman, kid from uh, New Jersey, and um, they're having uh, Carson May, who's uh, another quarterback prospect out of Oklahoma, who has been on campus since yesterday and is camping with them today. Uh, Basketball-wise, Joe Wieskamp, I guess there was a little bit of news that he wasn't. he's uh, not on the roster at HawkeyeSports.com. I, I don't think anybody fell off their chair when they saw that, Tom, but that, does, does, is that the final nail, or are we ever going to hear from him? I think we'll hear from him. I don't think we'll see him in an Iowa uniform. No, again. I don't either. So but... been... Yeah, he's never really been big about talking. Uh-huh. You know, he did, I think it was 
like a draft thing that um, that he did. But I, I think a lot of media stuff now is going to be controlled by his agent, probably. Mm. And, um, you know, I've heard that he's going to end up signing with uh, Bartlestein's group out of Chicago. So um, that's, I don't know that he's made that official, but I know they're quote unquote advising him at this point. So, um, you know, I, I think once the combine gets done next week, um, then we'll, we'll probably see him, uh, you know, do something more official. There were rumblings, and it's message board rumblings, and you can only take those too far, as you know incredibly well, Tom Cakert, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Uh, C.J. Frederick and Joe Wieskamp, they were roommates, and Frederick wasn't the only one that was unhappy, that Joe Wieskamp maybe was unhappy with some things as the season went on. Anything to that? Do you buy in, or is it just... Did they, did they get specific? No, nothing specific, at least that I saw. Or is it just, again, message board fodder? Um... Joe's handsome. Every kid, I think, has them. Just mm-hmm. frustrations, general frustrations that I've heard over, you know, his three years at Iowa. That, um, I, but I don't think it's like, just like the the Frederick thing. I think sometimes you make things into bigger than they are to get what you want, kind of thing. If you, if that makes sense, that you know, where CJ is making things bigger than they are, um, just so he can justify his exit um but i know joe's had frustrations and his family's had some frustrations over over the three years at iowa but i think every kid goes through that i mean i can't think of anybody who hasn't had those kind of frustrations so um but i I don't think it's anything bad i just think he's ready to move on he's been ready to move on for uh, i think if if we hadn't had a pandemic i'm not sure that he would have been back last year so we'll see what happens now uh, Tom, with the uh, you mentioned the combine, uh, it's in Chicago, right? So, will there be will there be media availabilities? Can you guys go watch that if you're so inclined? With Luca and Joe both being there, um, can you get in? If so, what kind of access do you get? Yeah, I don't even know if we can get in and do interviews this year. I would mm. doubt it because the NBA is kind of still on Zoom right mm. now. You know, the, all their post game stuff is on Zoom; it's not in person. Um, so I would think that uh, media is going to we're, we're going to be watching on TV and yep. maybe they'll do some some Zoom stuff. But I have not seen anything uh, to this point uh, from the NBA saying they're going to make players available for comment. And speaking of watching on TV, there are the games will air on TV, right? The kind of the uh, the exhibition games amongst the combine participants. Didn't I see? I think ESPN two maybe is advertising it next weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to have. Um, pretty extensive coverage as they have, you know, the, those sorts of things, they draw, they draw viewers. It's yeah. like the NFL combine right. draws viewers. It's one of the biggest things of the year for TV people is that the, the, mm. the, the underwear Olympics. And, right. and I'm sure it's the same way with the, uh, with the, the NBA combine people just will tune in. It's, um, they're, people are curious. It, it kind of draws in the, for the like the NFL Combine, it draws in college fans and NFL fans, and the same thing with uh, with the NBA Combine. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. HawkeyeReport.com. Tom, thank you. We'll talk to you in a week's time. Appreciate it. You and Condon settle okay. your differences, would you please? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Good to talk to you. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's next week, and there's the, I don't know how much they're showing. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I doesn't don't, do don't, much for I'm me. I'm not going to watch. No. Even 
And when it had the Cyclone guys go, it's just, it's... Well, the NBA and the NHL playoffs are going on. <laughs> right? Really good point, yeah. Even when they aren't. It's just yeah. not for me. You get into the NFL a lot I do. more than I do. Yeah. It just, everybody has their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a thing that's never done it for me. Guys working out, guys running 40s. Yeah, I'll watch Rich Eisen and laugh at him. But outside of that, just not a whole lot there. We got plenty of other things to go on. Yes, we do. And we get a game seven in the NBA. We didn't even touch on that one last night. Well, it wasn't much of a game, Trent. It was kind of boring. Yeah. There was too much other stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, the honest, that that Euro step, how do you stop him? When he gets the ball down there, he's got a couple of steps going to the How do you stop him? Well, and last night, when the Bucks were getting every call, yeah, I mean, right. it felt like David Stern had come back <laughs> and he had made his standard phone call to the officials. Let me and say, look, I can't see. You got the tinfoil hat on? <laughs> oh, there you do. Yeah, you oh, do. They, they don't need a tinfoil hat for this. Come on. He would get the right officiating crew. That Lakers-Kings game still. And, and the Lakers-Portland Trailblazers game. Those two at the forefront of, it wasn't just Tim Donahue. But like there was some other stuff going on hmm. with officiating the NBA. Uh, well, you're right. We do we do get a game seven. That will be part of this. Is an awesome segue on your part, Trent Con, because you. right now we are going to unbusy the phone lines, so the lines are wide open, and we will take the first four callers right now with two eight four five nine six six. If you haven't tried to win Claxons in the last month. You are eligible to call right now. We'll take four of you, so it's not a deep competition. We'll give. We're going to use three NBA games. Uh, what else have we got? We've got a golf prop, mm-hmm. and we've got a, a tiebreaker. If you get the most right, you'll get a thirty-five dollar gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets twenty-five. Two eight four five nine six six. If you're getting a ring, that means you are in. Um, Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway next. It's 1460 KXNO and 10. Sports Station. KXNO. DraftKings is not only my favorite sports book, but also America's top rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new betters. And uh, technology challenge betters and nearly limitless ways to get in and all of the action. My friends and family love DraftKings Sportsbook. I know, Will, you will too. And how about this offer? We got a good one coming up with basketball. A chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. Just pick any basketball team to win. That's all they have to do. Not even cover. Just win the game. You bet a dollar, you get $100 in site credits if that team wins. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook, great odds, promotions, baseball, hockey, of course, golf going on this weekend at Torrey Pines. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game. If they do, you claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code KXNO for a limited time. Only DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only. Wager paid on site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-MEDIA. Welcome back, 1460 KXNO 106.3 on the FM dial. 
Time to give away some Claxton's Barbecue. Jason, Chris, another Jason, and Jay will get an opportunity to win $35 in Claxton's Barbecue. If they get the most right, the runner-up gets 25 ClaxonBBQ.com, ClaxonBBQ.com for the menu, the hours, etc., etc. You can find them on 3131 Southwest 8th Street in Altoona. Claxon BBQ in Altoona in business 25 years. They have stood the test of time. All right, fellas, we're going to give you the three NBA games this uh, between today and tomorrow. A golf prop and the tiebreaker so you can put on your thinking caps. There are three NHL games this weekend. Total goals scored in those three games. Jason P is up first. Hello, Jason. How are you? Uh, Philly and Atlanta tonight. The Sixers versus the Hawks. Who do you want in that one? Pick them. Give me the Hawks. The uh, Utah is on the road taking on the Clippers. Jazz Clippers, another pick them. Who do you want? I'll take the Jazz. Milwaukee goes to Brooklyn tomorrow to take on the Nets. Pick them. Who do you want in that one? I'll take the Nets. Here's the here's a tricky one for you. Listen to this one closely. Does the winner of the U.S. Open, regardless if it ends on Sunday or Monday, hopefully it'll end on Sunday, but does the winner of the U.S. Open make par on the 72nd and final hole? Yes or no? No. It is a par five. I should let you know there. So no for you. Okay. Uh, tiebreaker. Closest without going over, Jason P. Total goals in the three games that will uh, take place this weekend. Total goals closest without going over. Uh, 17. Jason, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Chris. Hey, guys. Uh, Philly or Atlanta tonight. Pick them. I'll take the Hawks. Jazz Clippers. Pick them. Give me L.A. Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Who do you want in that one? I'll take the Nets. Does the U.S. Open winner par the second, 72nd hole, yes or no? Yes. Uh, tiebreaker, total goals, NHL, closest without going over three games. I'll take uh, 11. 11 for you, Chris. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Right. Thanks. You guys, too. Thank you. Uh, Jason S. is next. Hello, Jason. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Sixers or Hawks tonight? Um, I'll take the the Hawks. Uh, Jazz or Clippers tonight? Clippers. Bucks or Nets tomorrow night? Um, Nets. Does the winner of the U.S. Open par the 72nd hole, yes or no? No. Tiebreaker, closest without going over. Total goals, NHL this weekend, three games. Nine. Nine. Jason, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And Jay brings Claxons to a close for another week. Hi, Jay. Hey. Uh, Philly or Atlanta tonight? 76ers. Utah or the Clippers tonight? Clippers. Milwaukee, Brooklyn? Net. Does the U.S. Open winner par the 72nd hole, yes or no? No. Tiebreaker, closest without going over. NHL goals, three games this weekend. 12. Jay, have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Good stuff. Do we have some separation? Anybody Uh, on the same one? We do, but we have consensus on the Nets. Everybody's on them. We know historically what that means. Go the other way. Fade our listeners. (laughs) Fade anybody. Yeah. 
you get that much consensus, go the other way. Will you be putting your money behind the Milwaukee Bucks, though? I think I would. You would? I think I would. Harden, last night. Oh, my. You know, you've known for years my thoughts on him. I, I feel like I was at the forefront yeah. of the hatred that yeah. everybody has now. Mm-hmm. He's so burly and just thick. Yeah, yes. Just he is a great athlete. He he is a great player. Yes. You can tell how limited he is. But I just wondered, does he just sit and eat cheeseburgers all day? <laughs> I, I well, don't. Do you remember when it? he came to camp? What he saw? Or was it? We came to camp when he got to Brooklyn. I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was at Houston. He showed up and ooh. that's what it was. When Who he ate got James to, Harden? Right. No, he's a big dude. Thick. Yes, yeah. And that beard, too. Yeah. Ooh. And that also, I think, adds a little bit even to the thickness. Mm, yeah, perhaps. Um, you know, this time, no, it's not this time next month. Uh, you and I are going to be doing our show in Vegas coming up here in a month or so. Yes. Which certainly look forward to doing that. Get out there again. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals be going on at that uh, time? We'll be there on the 15th of July? 21st. 21st of July. Yeah. I changed my ticket. <laughs> Um, no, 20, I don't know. I think, maybe. I think so. I think you're probably right. You know how they drag this thing out. Right. We still got the conference finals in front of it. Yeah. I hope they do. Well, baseball, and you can teach me how to bet on horses. Well, you don't want to take the lessons of what I was dealing last time I was in. I didn't cash a ticket. Not a single race did I cash a ticket. Not one. Not one. That's hard to do. Well, did you cash any drink tickets at least? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So you cashed some tickets. Right. I guess I did that way. Right. Um, Your draft of Stella? No, water during the day. Water during the day. Oh, Even in Vegas, you got your ridiculous 8.30 start time? Well, it's 6.30 out there. <laughs> Still. But yes. If I got a window of opportunity and I'm not calling a game at 4.30 and I want to have a beer with you, no. you're going to tell me no? Uh, well, I'll sit with you. <laughs> you're ridiculous. Yeah, maybe I will. All right, all right. But it's going to be fun. We're staying at the South Point. I've yes. never stayed there. I uh, look forward to doing that uh, by the Vicent Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully we'll um, you know maybe be able to board one of those studios or yes. get hooked up at Circa. I've seen. Now, I didn't spend a ton of time there. We mm-hmm. were moving, and, I, and we we're probably there 15 minutes or oh, so. Okay. Um, so it wasn't where you sat down and watched no, three innings of no, baseball no, or no. something. I kind of want to go. Downtown Las Vegas. Have you been to downtown? I love It's downtown. so much fun. It is. It's more my scene. You know, and you know what? I'm finding that, too. I wish I would have discovered it more. Mm-hmm. When you were uh, Yeah, there, when yeah. I was out there all the time and uh, when I was a little bit younger. Because it's a blast. Yes, it is. On the weekends, it's really fun. Uh, and there's a ton of people down there. If you like watching people, and I do, mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're going to see everything. <laughs> there is some weird ducks. Oh! We're ducks, I'll say. What do you got this weekend? Uh, Father's Day weekend. This is a weekend, one of the two every year that my in-laws all come to town, everybody. So the Sioux City crew and the St. Louis crew all meet together. So a lot of beers. Yep. Um, also, you know, everybody's kind of occupied, you know, cousins with the kids. So I get a lot more TV time. I get to kind of lock in and watch my own thing. It's Father's Day weekend, so that allowed it. Mm-hmm. People say, boy, you know, it's, it's your weekend. It is, but... It's also kind of weekend where I do get to spend some time alone, sure. if you will. Yeah. I got no problem with it. So it's always a fun weekend. Play some cards, drink some beers, have some laughs. Nice. Always a good time with the family. Nice, 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 nice. Every How about day, you? Uh, every day's Father's Day weekend at my place. I, I know it is. <laughs> Very fortunate. The You Empty Nester. So I have some buddies no, I'd that I'd love are, my son to be here this weekend. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. You know, the Empty Nesters and a few of my buddies are starting to get to that point. It's weird at first. I mean, really weird. That's what they say. It's really weird. He just quite, and especially uh-huh. a couple of them had kids that were going nonstop. You know, 
two kids in the house, activities all over the place, sporting events. Mm-hmm. You're running and running, running. Seemingly felt like for 20 straight years. Then it just stops. And there's nothing. Right. It's just You're just kind of looking around. What's happening? What do we do? Yeah. What do you fill the time? Well, you find sports to fill the time. That's what I do, Trent Condon. And hopefully um, the U.S. Open is dramatic uh, down the stretch. That would be fun if we get a terrific leaderboard, if we get uh, the back nine is... And we get primetime golf, right? Which is... Mm, One of my boy, favorites. Oh primetime... Uh, primetime... Cubs baseball tonight. Yes. Really feel Marlins and the Cubs. All right, that's going to do it. Murph and Andy in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics will be here at three uh, tomorrow morning, the Saturday morning pregame. I assume the entire crew is intact, but they'll be on the radio for, at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Robert Zamora and Justin Miller. Monday begins a new week of local programming, and the morning rush starts it at six. We're Miller and Condon weekdays ten to noon on fourteen sixty KXNO and one hundred six point three FM.